Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I am Joe. Brandon is here. Yo, yo, Joe. What do you know? Hey, Brandon. How you doing? You having a good week? Uh, a good week. Kind well, of. You're having a better week now, right? I'm having a great week now. Yes. Oh, okay. That's, That's good. We we uh we had to take a break last week. Yes. We we do do that. We do take breaks. Part of it being, you know, it's a holiday week, but we we wanted to try to get this show out before we're doing it now. But uh Oh well. Things happen, but everybody is okay, and we're all here. So that's 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 the best <laughs> that's the best uh, part of the new year right now. Oh, that's the best part <laughs> of waking up. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we are going to talk about what are we talking about, Brandon? We are talking about one of the greatest movies ever. That's right, Santa Claus the movie. Yes, sir. Yes, we um, are. So this is the third in our Christmas series. Uh, we stopped in the middle of this. We did Violent Night, then Ernest Saves Christmas, and then we talked about Avatar. Because <laughs> sometimes we do like to do new movies that come out. So. It's, I guess it's considered a Christmas movie now. Yeah, so this is the second, that was the second Avatar movie released at the Christmas season, so I guess so. Um, okay, so this is what uh, we're wanting to do, th- our third Santa Claus movie. Santa Claus movie, you and I grew up with this, right? Yeah, 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 I grew up with this. This and, is my favorite Santa Claus movie. Yeah, I've always thought this was a great movie. And when uh, when I was reading more about it for the show, mm-hmm. I was a bit surprised that people that made this movie don't really like it. Yeah, well, a lot of people they don't really like it that much. Like it's it's a fun, entertaining movie. What's I mean, you know, it was what, a, what, what's not to like? I mean, it was a movie made in 1985. It was a good movie that had a good in-depth on uh, the whole of the Christmas story, Christmas miracles, and you know, yeah. and the the legend of Santa Claus. Yeah. So you know? let's look at the the Rotten Tomato scores, and we'll talk about some of these quotes about it. Right. Um, what do you think the uh, critics say about this movie, Brandon? <sighs> Knowing what I know, I'm gonna say the critics. Gave it, it was all like was, it had some stars in there. So I would say he gave it a good 85. Ouch. That was, that was, that was not the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) You are sitting down, right? I am. 20. (gasps) What? 20%. All right, so what do you think the audience <laughs> say about it? I'm kind of scared to answer that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. The audience liked it a lot more than critics, which makes sense <laughs> to me. I, w- I would say it it was it was 60. Hey, 67% audience score. That's, that's wow. 
So there's something else that's fun too that when I was reading about this and sometimes when I talk to people about this, they confuse this movie. The title of this movie being Santa Claus the movie with mm-hmm. another Santa Claus movie. Which one is that, Brandon? You got a guess for that? Oh, uh, I know right offhand because I, I I was looking it up and it came up. The Santa yeah. Claus with Tim Allen. Yeah, that movie is called The Santa Claus. With Claus an e. being spelled, yeah, with, with an E. And uh, I don't know. I It's just so funny trying to tell people titles of movies and they, they think you're talking about something else. But anyway, well, The Santa Claus, that's a good movie in its, in its own right. Uh, in its so, own right. I don't, know, I don't know. You know what? Maybe we'll do that one uh, next Christmas season. Cause, well, uh, I don't know because we you got... I don't know, because you got, what, four of them, and now they got a series now? Yeah, but, I mean, the first Santa Claus, that's a that's a fun movie. The yeah, Santa Claus. Oh, no, Claus. no, it was, it was great. It was okay, great. Okay, so uh, uh, Santa Claus the movie on IMDb has a 6.2. Oh, really? Do you, think, do you think that it has a higher rating or a lower rating or a tied rating with The Santa Claus? I'm going to say it has probably a tied rating. Higher. You think it's higher? Okay, so mm-hmm. Mark is on here. and uh, Marky Mark. Was, mm-hmm. And uh, Mark is from the Toys of Time Gone By, and uh, he told me he does not have any Christmas toys. So I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I guys. Am, I am so sorry that he has no Christmas toys. He'll, I, he's going to have – he'll fix that at some point. I got to get uh, one. <laughs> Mark, you're on the naughty list. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's on the naughty list now. So uh, David Harbor's Santa Claus is going to come again. <laughs> um, so the oh wait a minute, Santa Claus the movie score on IMDb is I have a Turbo Man six point two. No, that's, <laughs> you don't have an elf or you know Rudolph action figure. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, yeah, Santa Claus the movie score six point two. So it's not that far behind the Santa Claus uh, in that. Now, if you look at the Rotten Tomato scores, I mean, they're like the audience score and uh, between Santa Claus and the Santa Claus are virtually identical. Really? 65% for the Santa Claus or 67% for Santa Claus. I don't know. I just, it's just kind of, I don't don't know why. I just, that little, just like, well, that's maybe they confused it. Well, no, I mean, it's like <laughs> for both of these movies, except for The Santa Claus, the critics loved The Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So, it's just funny because it's like I would have <laughs> never thought this about this movie. So Jonathan Lithgow is in this, right? Mm-hmm. And he's great in this movie, right? Yeah, it, it, dude, Jonathan Lithgow is awesome. All right, so... He is the bad guy, BZ Toys. Miss, mm-hmm. and you know what he said about this movie? Oh, it is just one of the tackiest movies I have <coughs> ever been in. It seemed cheesy, and it certainly never stuck, except in England. It is huge over there, and I wish I had a nickel for every Englishman who's told me it's his favorite <laughs> film. And when that's have what I've known for, I'm like, oh man. Well, I mean, majority <laughs> of the of the cast was most British anyway. Yeah, so uh 
Also, mm. Dudley Moore, and I like Dudley Moore's greatness. He didn't like it either. What? Oh, man. Yeah, he called it, Dudley Moore said uh, he called this movie a career ender. I would I would have thought Arthur was his career ender if you really want me to get down to it. Well, that was good. Well, Arthur was before this. and uh, Yeah. If you remember, there's actually a sequel to Arthur. I think that's why I'm talking about the sequel. That was good, too. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I've always enjoyed the movie. I, I've enjoyed the, the production design, the uh, <clears throat> costumes, uh, the direction I thought was good. Um, but we're, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. I didn't even say what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think they kind of got Wait, the it, gist of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do we need to say what it's about? I mean, we need a little synopsis. Yeah, might as well. Okay, so here's the synopsis on IMDb. It is The Legend of Santa Claus is put in jeopardy when an unscrupulous toy manufacturer attempts to take over Christmas. So that is where John Lithgow is in. So this movie uh, is really in two parts. And, and if I would have any criticism of it, really, it's the first part is best, is the best part. Yes. The whole uh, where Santa Claus came from, how this mm-hmm. guy came from, Santa Claus, his first, uh, you know, when he meets the elves and all of that. That stuff is fantastic. <clears throat> the second half, I, I like the second half, but it's, I don't think it's as good as the first half. No, uh, what the about first you? half is what the best. You? The first half is the best. I, I The second half is this, to me, is this like filler. Because yeah. I enjoy the first part of it, the origin of, you know, Santa Claus and how the elves did things and how the reindeer flies and, you know, him getting used to, you know, these things and, and him accepting being Santa Claus. Yeah. How about you, Mark? Yeah, I would agree the first part is best because it's it just tells you the story of Santa Claus and how he became who he became. And because of the elves bringing him over to uh, the North Pole. And and then the second half, what happens is the the second half seems a little bit, like he said, filler. Sort of like uh, Dudley Moore is with the uh, big businessman, uh, getting manipulated by the businessman to do, uh, to make toys and stuff like that. It's just kind of like a filler in a way. He's right. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, it's... it's Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, so this was directed by and I'm gonna butcher this name. It's does anybody Frank. know how to say does anybody know how to say his name right. correct? Uh I yeah. think I'm I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna give it a try. Give me a second. Janon Swartz Swartz the saga. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean that's that's how I was gonna say it. <laughs> so uh, you know, um, is he not? I think he made one of your Short. favorite movies, Brandon. I think that's what you told me when we were talking about this show. I think you said, "Yeah, that that is one of my favorite movies of all time." Jeno, Jeno Schwark. There you I go. I can't wait to do a show on it. Jeno, Jeno Schwark. Oh, Supergirl. Yeah, Supergirl. <laughs> yes. I had to think for a minute. He's like, I can't wait to do a show on it. I'm like, wait. wait yeah, I mean, that's what that? I say. You say that's one of your favorite movies of all time. 
You know, it's the music was done by mm-hmm. Henry yeah. Henry Mancini. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. But, um, but kind of find out before Mister uh, Juno, um, James Cameron was supposed to direct this movie. Santa Claus, John Carpenter, movie? John Carpenter. I mean, John oh Car- my God, you did it again, bro! <laughs> I did it again. I don't understand that, man. Oh man. John Carpenter, if you listen to this show, I do apologize for keeping you confused with James Cameron. You said that John Carpenter would direct something as heinous and idiotic as Avatar. Oh. I did say that, didn't I? Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Uh, John Carpenter was attached to Santa Claus the movie. And wow, that would have been interesting. Um, He could not get. Uh, things that he wanted to be able to direct it, so he stepped out. But um, Mr. Schwartz also direct Jaws 2. Yep. I don't think that's a bad film. No, Jaws 2 is pretty good. <clears throat> it's Jaws Marky. 5 you have to worry about. Yeah, you, you got any thoughts on Jaws 2, Mark? You know what? It was, it was good. I liked it. I liked Jaws I, 2. I, I have to say, yeah, I like. The first few Jaws movies I do like, but then it gets like a little weird after that. I mean, Jaws 2 is no cruel Jaws, right, Brandon? <laughs> right. But it's... Uh... <laughs> so now he's not and, Jaws anymore. He's just cruel. Yeah. He's so cruel. And, and then there's this one, which uh, I think is probably his best movie, honestly. I, I, I like this a little more than Santa Claus the movie. What's that? It's uh, Somewhere in Time. Okay, I want to watch that. I heard because uh, I think uh, John John Lipkin's in it, right? Who's that? And John Lipkin's in it. John Lithgow. Right, Lithgow. Yeah, I'm so terrible with names. I'm just uh, Christopher Christopher Plummer. Okay. Yeah, Christopher <laughs> Plummer. So Christopher Reeve, Jane Seymour, Christopher Plummer. Christopher. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, that. Somewhere in Time is uh, based on a book by Richard Matheson. So, uh-huh. and, you know, this was the fun bit. I I brought that movie home to show my wife because I said, this is so, it's such a great movie. It's so romantic, so good. You know, because don't girls sometimes or say to us men, don't watch any romantic movie. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch any rom-coms. So, you know, you bring Somewhere in Time. Have you seen Somewhere in Time, Mark? I have not. I oh, have my not. God. Well, this is going to be lost on you guys. <laughs> I'm watching that. I'm looking at that going, wow, that is that is so romantic and so cool and so well done. And she's like, look at that. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? How did you not like that? <laughs> oh, my. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, but but anyway, I I think that is a a fantastic movie, and uh, probably Santa Claus the movie out of the list here that I see him done that I've seen is probably my second favorite of his. Hmm. He's done quite a few movies. Works a lot more in television, so. But there we go. Okay, so um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what 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 happens in the second half of the movie, Brandon? Uh, Santa Claus movie. Back. The second half is when uh, 
BZ uh, basically comes in the picture and it's saying how shady his toys, uh, I think he's like in the court hearing, how uh, shady his toys are. And they, they take a, a panda bear, which is teddy bear, and tear the head off and there's sand and glass coming out of his bear. And this is what yeah, he's selling the toys. Horrible, horrible toys, badly made, but uh, I guess he got rich quick on those toys. And then they all figured out how crappy they are. Well, so you know he's how they a do lot. it. Yeah. They, yeah, get, they get the lot. quality toys out to get big, and then all of a sudden they start cutting corners. Yeah. Isn't that how it works, Mark? Yep. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Mark, would you, uh, would you collect any uh, BZ toys, Mark? Sure, why not? I collect them, they fall apart, and I just use them as like, uh, you know, punching, like, my my figures would be like uh, going over them and punching them and putting axe okay, to sure. them and stuff like, you know, like so, in the battleground. Yeah, so since we have uh, the toy guy, Mark, <laughs> the toys of time gone by, and you should definitely take yes, his, sir. His, his show out. Let me ask you this, so, this is a fictional toy maker, so if something like this happened and you were actually able to get a hold of a BZ toy, would that be worth something nowadays? Yeah, you know what I mean. If it's like pulled off the market, and would that be like yes, absolutely. oh my gosh, I got to get that because that will be worth no. it. Yes, yes. It, it, uh, if you if there's a toy that were like say disc not discontinued but pulled off the market for any reason or hazard or whatever it is, uh. And it's a, it's rare, and you find it somewhere, like say, find it in a garage sale somewhere. Where he has it. Take it, pick it up, because that thing is going to go for a lot of money, lots of money. So you got to find yourself one. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I, th- I thought this was interesting. All the toys made for the movie. Or Santa's workshop and whatnot, they were all donated after the movie was done. Really? Oh, wow. That's cool. That is really neat. I didn't I didn't Wow. They were donated to children's charities after the movie was completed. Yeah, that's, that's really that's cool. That's nice. Some some kid has a prop in, of the movie still hanging around, hanging about somewhere. It's probably worth quite a bit of money. Think about it. Yeah, so let, let's hope they don't have the bad toys that Patch uh, mistakenly made. I want no, the bad no. toys. So when now the guy, the fellow who plays uh, Santa Claus, I think he's fantastic. But he's oh, just he's one awesome. of those. He's one of those character actors that everybody has seen him in something. Oh, oh, I've seen him in something. Yeah, they know who he is, even if they don't know his name. I, I mean, yeah. So you know, right? Of course, I'm. <clears throat> I mean, this guy, David Huddleston's in Blazing Saddles. Yes, there he is. Uh, the Big Lebowski. Favorite movie. I love that movie. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, just uh, lots of TV. I mean, he's been in episodes of Bonanza, Perry Mason, medical stuff. I mean, all of this stuff. Bewitched. <clears throat> and that, so. He's one of those guys that you recognize. Mm-hmm. Just, just, and he's he's so good at Santa Claus. I mean, he's like almost what I'd imagine Santa Claus to be. You know, 
Like, well, they said doing this. Um, the, they was thinking about. Um, and forgive me if I'm tearing this man's name up. <clears throat> Don, Don, and Don, I can't Don DeLuise? Dom DeLuise? Am I saying that right? Uh, Dom DeLuise, yeah. Yeah, he was, they was wanting him to play uh, Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Um, that's interesting, too. <clears throat> Look at who who some of the cast, who the, who they wanted. They wanted... Um, there's a, a role... There's an ancient elf who talks to Santa Claus and gives him, this is how you're going to... This is what you know, this is and all of that stuff. Um, that was played by Burgess Meredith. It's amazing. But yeah. when they wrote this movie, they had it in in mind for James Cagney. Yeah. And then, but James Cagney, he really liked it. He liked the idea. He he wanted to do it, but he was really in advanced age, of course, by this point, and his physical condition was physically he was not able to do it. Uh, so they were like Burgess Meredith, Fred Astaire, uh, people like that, and uh, ended up with Burgess Meredith. Well, you know he was the most paid actor in that movie, right? Oh, Burgess Meredith? Yeah, he was the most paid oh. actor in the movie. He only he only had a few lines, but he was most of their budget went to him. <laughs> yeah, he's got eight lines in the movie. Yeah, I was like, dang, uh, that's superstar and, status. Uh, BZ, they wanted, they tried to get Harrison Ford, Burt Reynolds, Dustin Hoffman. Oh, yeah. They all turned it down, but I, I think John Lithgow is fantastic as BZ. I believe, yeah. He, he oh, has, yeah. He has that, that, that seriousness, but goofiness at the same time. He blends didn't it they, well. Didn't they try to get Gene Hackman, too, or something? Well, no, it? they didn't. They didn't try to get Gene Hackman. They they wanted somebody of that stature, somebody like that. Oh yeah, because because uh, this film, as we kind of alluded to it before, was produced by the Salkins, who uh, brought us uh, the best Superman movie ever made that has never been surpassed, and will never uh, be surpassed. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Superman the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, another I, I, one that we've there. already talked about a little bit is uh, Supergirl. Yes, which uh, we probably ought to do a show on that sometime. I swear it was supposed to be made a TV movie. Still, uh, oh, this one? No, Supergirl. No, it was it was a uh, theatrical release. It was um, supposed to be a TV movie. <clears throat> it but, was. <laughs> Anyway, I like I so like Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. So then you have Dudley Moore. Mm-hmm. He's good. Who uh, his who he worked with him for a long time. Peter Cook. Yeah, they were comic partners. Peter Cook. He was uh, in because they approached Dudley Moore to be in Supergirl, but he turned it down. And he said, "Why don't you talk <clears throat> to Peter Cook?" And that's how Peter Cook got it. <clears throat> <clears throat> Dudley Moore plays the elf Patch, and Patch kind of takes care of the reindeers. He's kind of the inventor. He's kind of tinkerer. He wants to bring uh, what do you call that? Like conveyor belt. The semi line. Like um, 
Matter, an assembly my, line. That's what automation. Automation. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> that you know, they reach a point where, and this is neat. They go all the way up through time. They show Santa Claus do going through time. You know, they they show the progression of time rather, mm-hmm. and then uh, they stop and read the poem towards the night before Christmas to Santa Claus. And a little bit soon after that, which I thought that was a good scene where he's like, oh, they think I, you know, and it shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly, talking about his tummy. Yeah. You know, that that his stomach was full of jelly with his bright red nose and rosy cheeks. Yeah. Um, what is and then they go that they, they feel like, or Santa feels like maybe he needs an assistant at this point. And it, that come, brings us up to 1985. The film was set in the 80s. And uh, you get to see a wonderful 80s uh, McDonald's scene. <laughs> McDonald's is everywhere in almost any 80s movies now I think about it. Yeah, so I mean, you could tell that that was a uh, partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie to help help get the movie made was McDonald's. Thank you. Thank you, McDonald's. Happy meals <laughs> for everybody. Literally. Yeah, I mean, I kind of remember that stuff. Yeah, and so they had the, the coloring books from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. The, my parents didn't take me to see the movie. I saw the on cable a, a year or two after. Did any of you guys get to see this in the theater? No, because see, in, in 85, see, I was born in 81. So, yeah, no. I didn't get to see it in well, the theater, but on cable, they, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw, so, Brandon, if they did take you to see it, you wouldn't remember. Right. But I do, I did see it. I was younger, and it was on TV. It was actually, I don't want to say when it was uh, 50, uh, 59 movie, when they had the movies during oh, the day. Okay. So, okay. that's how I saw it. So, uh, what the what the heck does Patch build? Because there's a competition for the the assistant, and there's I forget the other elf name. Um, it's between Puff, Patch and Puffy. Was it Wasn't Puffy? Wasn't it Puffy? Puff? Wasn't it it Puffy? Puffy? Let me let me see if I can find that guy. I think it was called Puffy. Uh, it might be. It might. It might be because. Yeah, it might be Puffy because there's an elf. That yeah, I think so. Um, they do have a picture of that guy, but he uh, is in uh, on IMDb. The picture for him is <laughs> it is Puffy. Is from Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they they did say it was a a Doctor Who. Um... He did win be- because he designed a machine. So it was for automation. Wins. Patch wins because he made that machine that could make all these toys, and he made them really fast. Mm-hmm. But uh, they what what happens? It, they try to make it work too fast, and it starts to. They don't do any maintenance in between. Yeah, they they cranked it up so they can get more toys out quicker. Yeah, and it made faulty toys. Mm-hmm. Broken faulty toys. No. So this is how we meet Jonathan Lithgow's when they get returned. This is cool. They show the kids riding on the toys as they're like little scooters and whatnot. 
they break and the, the parents are upset. Oh, this is junk. And they literally throw it. <laughs> That's where literally. the toys for the misfits the toys go. So, yeah, so maybe those toys did get sucked up into the vortex and sent to the misfit island. <laughs> Not the misfit island. We don't know. But I didn't see any of those on that. But uh, so Patch turns in his apron and he's upset because he thinks that Santa doesn't like him at all. Why do you think he thought that, Brandon? Because he is this a crab baby. Yeah, <laughs> he might uh, be. I always thought that was a little bit odd. Like, well, well, it, you it, did it, mess up, Patch. It doesn't mean he doesn't like you. Yeah, I mean, he he ran away, but mm-hmm. the only thing you can say is, okay, you made a device, toys was faulty, you didn't, you know, keep up on the maintenance of the machine, he was rushing toys out to meet quarter and wasn't checking the quality of the toys. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so you heard he him kids out there. A, yeah, he, he builds a car, a flying, and he, he makes it fly with a reindeer. Uh, what are those oats? Magic oats? What are those? Yeah, magic oats. Okay, so so he makes the car fly with that. That's a pretty cool car. Yeah. Um, and that's where we meet BZ because he sees him on television, and he no, he doesn't see him on TV, does he? I'm sorry. TV comes later. He he uh he sees them pulling his toys off the shelves, and he thinks people are buying them, so he thinks he's the best toy maker there. Yeah. Well, so okay. he's supposed to be Z to strike up a deal, and poor little Patch doesn't know that BZ is a sleazeball. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Because they went from toys to to candy. Yeah, he doesn't make a toy, Mr. Patch. He makes candy, and he wants to do it so that Santa Claus can see what he can do. Mm-hmm. That was kind of odd, too. Like, Patch, what he already it? knows what you can do. You've been with him for a, a candy hundreds, cane? Of, hundreds of candy? years. The candy canes? Oh, lollipops. Yeah. Lollipops. It, no, it was both. It was lollipops candy and candy canes. Candy canes and lollipops. Yeah, so the first, the first one was uh, the lollipops, and he mm-hmm. just put a little bit of the reindeer oh, oats oh, in magic. there so that he could, the, so the people would float. Mm-hmm. And then once those are popular and a hit, BZ wants to do it again. And he, <laughs> I thought this was great. We got to do it again. They want a sequel. We'll call it <laughs> Christmas 2. <laughs> that's crazy. So he decides to make it. And then there's something, there's something that's not right with these. What happens to the, the magic reindeer feed? It blows up. Well, what makes it blow up? I think it's like sound, ain't it? Well, yeah, that's right. When it gets hot. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it that's was the right. sound or something. Yeah, well. Um, Exposed we, to heat. Well, yeah, we did skip something that I, I was going to get to after we got through this bit. But let's yeah. get right to it. So Santa Claus meets a little boy. Oh, God. And uh, 
His yeah, name is yeah. Joe. Yeah, his name is Joe. <laughs> and he uh, never met Santa Claus. Ladies and gentlemen, but, Joe uh, was in yeah, the movie. So, oh, this was kind of, he just stops and says, uh, there's a sad little boy down there. And he stops and goes and talks to him. <laughs> oh, that was pretty neat. And then, because uh, Joe, you know, he's homeless. He's living on the streets. Okay. In, okay. What is that? That's New York City, right? New yeah. York City. New York City. So, yeah, wait, so this uh, is, wait, Joe. This is my great with that part. Yeah. He's the only boy in the world that Santa Claus does so happen to see a homeless kid. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's really the problem with the second half of the movie. It's just kind of really probably yeah. lots of homeless kids in New York, even in 1985. And Santa connects with him. Yeah, so, okay. But, I mean, you just got to kind of run with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, Joe uh, is getting fed by a girl. What was her name? Cornelia? That's right. Corny. Mm-hmm. That's, what Joe, that's what Joe called. Called Corny. <laughs> Yeah, so she'll feed him. Now, she is the niece of BZ. Oh, she's the niece. Okay. I, I thought who was saying it was daughter. Yeah, so I don't know why they made her the niece. I don't know. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, she lives. It's weird. You, you live with your uncle. Yeah, because and... she lives there. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so... uh he eventually Santa Claus ends up talking to her also because Joe talks to her and she feeds him. She feels sorry for him. And oh my gosh, Joe gets kidnapped by thugs, right? By uh, BZ thugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And isn't that where they find out that the. <clears throat> There's something wrong with the reindeer feed when it gets hot. Joe finds out. And yeah, Joe tried Joe to tell the, yeah, Joe finds out and he tried to tell the niece. And mm-hmm. I think either the the surfer overhears it or somebody overhears him telling. And that's when they kidnap them and handcuffed into a pole in the basement. Okay. Yeah. And then, Cor- so then Cornelia pursues the uh, the sleigh too. And Corny. Yeah. Well, she can't do that until uh, Patch frees Joe. Yeah, he's tells, in the factory. She tells Santa Claus that Joe was uh, taken captive and what Patch is doing. <clears throat> Patch tells Joe when he meets him, he finds him all tied up, and he thought, well, this is strange. Why is he all tied up? And uh, he frees him and tells him, uh, I'm an elf, I'm Santa Claus. Now, there's something else that we kind of forgot. Uh, Santa Claus gave uh, Joe a present, something that he made, a little a carving. A carving of a, a little boy. A carving of Patch. Sitting at the desk. And yeah. it looks like Patch. And... Uh, Santa's wife tells him that. And he goes, oh, I guess it is Patch. And then Patch, he sees, 
sees it with Joe. Joe drops. He goes, give that to me. Santa Claus gave that to me. He's my best friend in the world. And Patch looks at that and goes, oh, he doesn't hate me. He does like me. That's me. <laughs> that, uh, that tells him he needs to get out of there. So he decides to get in his car and fly back to the North Pole. <laughs> but uh, I don't think they realize in the back of the car where it's sitting, it's going to get hot. Right? I mean, is that what happens? Yeah. I skip something? No, no, no. So there's well, something you, that... What did I skip, Brandon? I skipped something. You skipped where... Like. You skipped, he stuffed his face with candy canes. I thought I go into... Oh, well, yeah, we're, we're almost there. <laughs> almost, almost there. Oh, that was, so, that was uh, before that? or I thought it was before that. Well, I... I can't remember if it's intercut with this chase or if it's oh, after. Makes sense. But yeah, because they're they're after him now because yeah, he, he has to uh, answer for his crimes, his heinous acts. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so there there's a trick that Santa's been trying to get the reindeer to do. He calls it the super duper looper. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know why he had to do that to catch him. I mean, it was a it's a Top Gun Maverick maneuver, is what it is. <laughs> Which is funny because he, he was already underneath it. Yeah, so I mean, he had to go really, really fast, fly underneath it, do a giant loop, and go back underneath it. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, I'll go with that. All right. I, mean, I don't know why you couldn't just fly under it and stay there, but all right. All right, I'll go with that. Uh, now, since we're talking about the sleigh chasing this car, how did that look? <clears throat> well, you know, the, uh, the, the all-around cinematography of the movie was pretty good to me. I liked it. And that scene, too, was pretty good. I, I, I liked the, the effects of what they used and what they did. Yeah, I think it looked great, too. I think, I think the reindeer, the sleigh flying, I think that looked good. I think Patch's car looked good. Oh yeah, yeah. That whole the, the whole scene, like the whole cinematic of the whole movie, to me was great. Um, I liked yeah, it, it more in the first half than I did in the second half. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like it has that little bit of magic there. In the mm -hmm. movie. Yeah, it was. It seemed more believable. I feel like that. Yeah. At the at that time in '85, you think about how much they had to do to mm -hmm. get that scene to look right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. today, it's you know it is all computer graphics. You could do the sound, you know, green screens, blah blah blah. But it stepped up. But today, but at that time, think about what they had to do to get that scene to work. Oh yeah, it Absolutely. was all pure creativity, pure. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So. Uh, basically, uh, they rescue Patch, rescue Joe. Everything is happy. They all live happily ever after. <clears throat> then, you know, we find, like Brandon had said, BZ to escape the cop. He grabs a bunch of the candy canes and eats them all. Now that's way too many. He shouldn't be eating them all. So, yeah. there's a really yeah. nice scene where he just keeps going up and up and up and up. Out into the <laughs> I mean, and you oh, see him, cool. and you see him go all the way up, like literally. Yeah, I thought that was really, uh, really cool. I thought Jonathan Lithgow was great. 
He is good. You know, and, yeah. and you know, I've watched this and you guys too your whole lives. Uh, mm-hmm. Watching it now as an adult, I still enjoy it just as much. It's, I might have liked it a little bit more as a kid, <clears throat> but I still really enjoy this movie and just can't not like it. How about you, Brandon? Has it changed for you since you become an adult watching this movie? Is it still? No, it's, it it still tugs at my heart. I still love the movie. I mean, when when I was a kid, um, I, I guess I watched it so much that I used to dream that I was Joe. Ah, so you yeah. wanted Santa Claus to stop and talk to you too? I, I did. I I wanted to meet Santa Claus, and and and. Ride in the sleigh and go to the North Pole, and so you know that 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 movie kind of when I was younger, like oh, so I might have a chance to meet Santa Claus. Yay! Somebody else did. Yay! <laughs> you know, because as a kid, you don't know what's reality and what's not. So, yeah. How about you, Mark? Has this changed for you at all, or you still ba- like this as much? Background noise. <laughs> I'm good. No. What? No, 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 no. I was only kidding about that. I um <laughs> well, when I saw it as a kid, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh you know, I, when you're a kid, things that you watch, you know, when you're a child, everything is magical. You believe in a lot of things. Like you look at a movie like that and you say, "Wow, you know, oh wow, you know, it's everything's magical." As you get older, you try to kind of recapture it in a way. Uh, and when you watch it again after, say, a few years or years later, you're watching it again, you kind of get that old familiar feeling of yeah, it being yeah. magical like it was when you first saw it. So that's that's when I watched it. I watched it several, you know, several times after that, you know. But it's it's a special movie that it's like with all those other movies that are special to me, such as uh, It's a Wonderful Life, A Christmas Story. Those movies are special to me. And I feel that old familiar uh, nostalgia when I watch it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, so now here's this question. We've done... This is the third Santa Claus movie we've done. Now, Mark, we've done uh, mm-hmm. Ernest Saves Christmas and Violet Night. So this mm-hmm. is our third Santa Claus movie. So, Brandon? Yes. Which Santa Claus do you think would win in an all-out brawl beatdown? Yeah, Violet Night. You got the David Huddleston Santa Claus, the David Harbour Santa Claus. Oh my gosh, I forget the fellow who played him in Ernest, but the Ernest Santa Claus. Do you think he would fight these other Santa Claus? Or do you think he would just, he would be like, I can't fight you. No, he wouldn't fight. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like guys, I'm going to sit this one out. You go ahead. And take over. You're talking about the Santaverse. Yeah, so now, you know, you got the whole <laughs> cinematic universe. Why, well, you know, we we have uh, stumbled upon the Santa verse here, Brandon. <laughs> oh. oh, 
Wow. Yeah, so I mean, can you imagine them all talking to each other? Because I think two of them have magic bags. And this one, in Santa Claus the movie, the bag isn't so, you know, it actually holds the toy. It's toys, not. Yeah. So at least be, not that I saw. So it'd be Ernest Santa Claus and Violent Night Santa Claus that has the magical bags. Yeah. Nice. Now, uh, can the Ernest Santa Claus uh, turn into a little uh, twinkle and go up the chimney that way? You know, they never showed that. Uh, yeah, we never could see that. But the uh, Violent Night Santa Claus and the Santa Claus the movie, they could do that. Yeah, I wonder if that nose-touching thing was universal. Cause... Maybe. Because, yeah, he touches his nose in Santa Claus the movie, doesn't he? Yeah. And that's what he did in Violent Night. Yeah. Hmm. I guess it, if you think about it, what they do, because they take like from a lot of different movies and they see certain things like, you know, from other movies. And I guess they get inspiration. If you think about it. Well, Mark, did you, oh, did yeah. you see Violent yeah. Night? I haven't even seen it. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Man. It's a good movie. You got to watch it. You're really good. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I just I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, because he he says something in the movie that makes sense to to me a lot, and he always this mm-hmm. Christmas magic stuff. <laughs> don't understand what's going on. I don't understand how it works. Oh <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that makes sense. That was good. <laughs> it did. It made a lot. It did. Um. Okay, I. I don't. I don't know. I think we've got to the end of this. Like I said, I I was a little surprised at uh, what I was reading that it wasn't really that well loved. I guess because I was a well, child, it came out. I I, I feel just, like I well loved it. But what about what about um you? What about talking about what it cost to make and what it um what oh, know, what it came so it like? Was not, it was not a box office success. Yeah, you yeah. you really don't. You, if, so like this, the, the estimated, budget was estimated. Yeah, the estimated budget was between thirty and fifty million, mm-hmm. and the box office was twenty three point seven million. Ooh, yeah. that's wow! It apparently, I mean, apparently it hit big in England. So, I mean, I've read that in a couple of different places, not just John Lithgow's uh, quote. But it did. It was a holiday movie. It did come out November twenty seventh, nineteen eighty five. I do remember the advertisements for it. I do remember wanting to see it at uh, <clears throat> that young age. Um, well, you know, so, Joe. I I'll say this. So this movie, um, you know the um, the whole back then when I was growing up. Of course, when you was growing up, the when it was holiday movies, no matter how bad it was or how bad it did in the theaters, it was always on the television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always. that's you are right about that. That it had oh, that had became the heyday of heyday of cable television, right there. Yeah, but didn't it have a lot of success on uh, TV? Uh, I yeah, want to say I think it did. so. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it found its audience after. Yeah, one of those. I, I tell you, I like I like Dudley Moore. I always did. He was a great comedian. 
I mean, what more could you look at? Look what it has. You, you, you think about it. Look who it has in the movie. You got John Lithgow. You got Dudley Moore. You got Burgess Meredith. I mean, you got uh, uh, David Huddleston. I mm-hmm. mean, think about all these people that you have in the movie that did this movie and that are, they're pretty much famous people that did this movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were draws back then. I mean, back then they were more uh, in all different stuff. Like you knew who they were, their names. You knew them. It wasn't like they were. It wasn't like they were. Um, you know, like uh, no name uh, actors or anything like that. Right. Oh yeah, it's. Uh, it had a great cast. Um. Anyway, not. I think we've come to the end. But, I mean, that that's kind of why I was going over those scores there in the beginning, the differences and all of that. Mm-hmm. IMDb score is not that far from the Santa Claus score. They're, I mean, I know other people give way more stock to these Rotten Tomato scores and IMDb scores than we do, but I just thought it was interesting how close scores actually are, especially with the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, do you know people that would be like, oh, well, Rotten Tomato gave it a shitty score, and so um, I'm not watching that movie. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I have yeah. heard people say that. What's the score on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes? Well, it's, and they'd look it up and go, oh, man, I'm not watching it. If it's, if wow. You know how many movies you're missing out on because of that? And then, okay. Um, you got You got any final thoughts on this, Mark? My final thoughts is I need a Santa Claus, the movie action figures. <laughs> you do. I need them. That's my final thoughts. Okay. I well, need a patch I... Dudley Moore. <laughs> you might be able to find one nowadays. I got to look now. Yeah. Uh, Good old final flea thoughts, day. Brandon. Uh, my final thoughts is. Um... This was a good movie. Uh, I don't, I, I don't like the way how Rotten Tomatoes scored it, but you know it is what it is. But I, um, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it when I was a kid. I enjoyed watching it um, again to bring back some nostalgia. Um, it was a great movie, and I, I believe a lot of people should uh, to watch it. Give it a chance. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You got to get excited about it too. Like you just got to be like, I need everybody to watch this movie now. Santa's gonna come down and and blow your chimney away. <laughs> well, right. trust me, if they watch Violent Santa, they will. Uh, Violent Night. Yeah. So yeah check Violent that Santa, out. Yeah. yeah. So if you haven't seen this, uh, check it out. If you haven't seen it in a while, check it out. Especially if you grew up with it. You you uh, have kids now. They'll. I'll still enjoy it. It's still uh, quite enjoyable uh, film. And, um, you know, we'll be back with our last show in the series. We're going to do a look back at 2022 show. Yeah, boy. That is coming next. So we'll see everybody next time. Stay tuned. Later, guys.